0: And welcome to Women in the Business Arena. I'm your host, Sonya Statman, success strategist for women in business, and I'll soon be joined by my dear friend and co-host, Laura Shook Guzman, an amazing psychotherapist who works with women entrepreneurs. Every week, we dive into juicy topics relevant to women in business. We reframe the lens on business so women just like you know how to achieve not just success but fulfillment and freedom. We've learned through decades of being entrepreneurs, mothers, and multiple business owners how to conquer the business arena. And the thousands of women we have worked with have given us insights and wisdom to share with you. We get honest, vulnerable, and real about what we've seen and experienced. We would love for you to join us in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. And if you want to get even more support, visit womeninthebusinessarena.com. Okay, let's get started. Hi, and welcome to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. I'm your host Sonia Statman, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Laura Guzman. Hey, Laura.
1: Hello. How are you doing this lovely day? I'm doing well, and
0: we happen to both be in the same city. <laughs> I know, and
1: soon we can actually record in the same location
0: <laughs> within the same I know. city. <laughs> I love it. We're busy it. So, mamas. Busy, busy, That's busy. right. I mean, for those of you who follow us for a while, obviously Laura and I have been working together for quite a long time across the globe. And now that I'm on my nomadic journey, we are able to be in Austin together for a little while. So it's a, it's a joyous occasion and it's very exciting. Yes. Um, so yeah, but today we're going to dive into a great topic. And so I'm going to frame it, but who knows where this topic will go because it's a really deep topic. It's really awesome. And so what we want to sort of look at today and talk about is the systems that you need in place in your business to slow down. So... Laura and I often talk about the feminine way to do business, how to operate business. This is 100% of what I teach in my program. It is about slowing down, widening back, having a lot more return on effort, actually having profitability and balance. But in order to get there, there is a system that's required. And so that's kind of what I want to explore today.
1: I love this topic because... This is actually the topic that brought you and I together, you know, mm. was um, our questioning, our curiosity about can we work in a much more feminine way? Can that be the new norm instead of the masculine business model um, that just never felt like it was made for um for the whole body and mind and spirit didn't feel like it was made for women. It was, Mm. you know, but it was, it was built by men for men. When a lot of times women were not in the business arena. And now that we're all here, we are bringing some of our natural skill set that falls very lovely under the feminine model, which is intuition and slowing down. But then so many times I'm still caught up in that rat race because that is still rewarded. And that is still out there everywhere. So, I want to have this conversation because I want to know, like, how do we not only just have the desire to move slower and more intuitively, what are the systems that we need in place? What's the structure? What's the container that we can think about um, to, to really hold
0: space for that to happen? Yeah, I love it. Okay, so... First, I think we have to sort of discern and generalize, of course, but look at sort of the differences between the two systems. So we have a more traditional business masculine model, and we have sort of the feminine model that I teach, right? So, you know, they don't have to be masculine and feminine. You could look at them as uh, more extroverted, more introverted, or more um, hustle versus more balance and simplicity. I mean, there's a lot of ways to sort of discern between them. So let's talk about the difference between them, because I think if we don't Recognize sort of the difference, it's hard to then talk about, you know, what you can change specifically in your business so that you have a model that reflects more of who you are. Some people and some women, even, are more hustlers. Like that is their natural energy. They thrive on it, it feels good. But I think. More women fall into the feminine category. And so if this is something that you're sort of considering and looking at in yourself, one of the things you have to do is really get honest about who you naturally are, not who you've become, who you've sort of crafted yourself to be. Most of us have learned in business to become more masculine. And sometimes we think that's who we are naturally, but we still get exhausted and burnt out. We still aren't thriving. We're still coping with a lot of sort of mechanisms like coffee that help us cope, you know, and be more in our masculine. But we're it's not really where we naturally thrive. So I think that's a good place to start so we can just kind of explore the differences.
1: Yeah, yes. I, I love that you're conceptualizing it in different ways because sometimes people hear um, one kind of description of, yes, the feminine versus the masculine or whatever, and then they just kind of stop listening if it's not um, really resonating with them. And it it really is different ways that we move energy and that traditionally, um, as humans, we have tried to, in the business arena, it's just been um, a, a lot of pushing that energy and making things happen and taking action and all of that can be really valuable. But if it's not balanced with where are we coming from before we push that energy, if we're not working on um, centering and alignment and being mindful of the body instead of just the mind, like I feel like that is where it helps me to think of it as how, think of it as energetic differences that need to be aligned and balanced that we need both. Yes. And so, thank you for your like thinking of it and describing it in different ways. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So let's look at, so, so in my sort of perspective and what I've experienced over the years is, you know, and how I would define the differences is that the masculine, you know, operation of a business is more about action, right? It's more about, um, hustling. It's more about pounding the pavement. It's more about like the more actions you do, the more results you get, the more effort you put in, the more results you get, you know, that is sort of the very traditional sort of masculine. And if you look at it, like, if you take away all judgment around masculine or feminine, and you just look at the energies, you know, a man, you know, or even a woman, but we'll, we'll look at a man, a man in his pure masculine, like someone who actually is innately masculine, they really will thrive on action. So they'll they'll thrive on going hiking and they'll thrive on martial arts and they'll thrive on the action of things. And for that, it's centering for that. It's like, they, they move in that direction for the feminine, the traditional feminine energy, we move more energy by sitting, by being, by maybe a flow of movement, but it's not a strong like, you know, like, "Ah, yeah, you know, (laughs) it's like, it's, (laughs) it's more like, like the flow and like feeling. And, you know, sometimes the feminine's really activated by just being so like, you know, just sitting in a coffee shop and looking at things and watching things and checking in with ourselves. It's like, there's a different energy to it. And so when we're operating in a business, We can also operate in either direction. We can operate in action and, you know, action all the time and effort and effort and let's go. We can operate in the feminine, which is more about following our intuition. It's more about slowing down. It's more about listening. So, you know, there's these two ways. And I think one of the things we don't realize is both of those ways have like, a structure and a system that they're operating in. So what, what I see happening a lot for women is that they want to slow down. They want to have balance. They want to operate in the feminine, but they're still doing primarily systems in the masculine.
1: and mm, such a good point. And one actually that I haven't, I haven't really pondered that much from this angle. Um, and the first thing that comes to mind is the, value of structure and um systemized being around stillness okay like um sometimes now that we talk about slower work or listening to your intuition there's a lot of um support or encouragement of like okay so you're gonna have to slow down and you're gonna have to get still but so many of my clients show up asking me but what does that look like what you know and I'm like well You know, we have to step out of the mental um, understanding what it looks like and get into the body and what it feels like, what does stillness feel like. But what they're probably asking, right, is, but what is the structure? Like, what's the system? So if I drop into my body and I feel stillness, but I still need a system for that and I need need some kind of container. And actually, all um, meditative practices – usually have a discipline, right? There's like a practice to doing it over and over within a certain way. And some things are very disciplined, like I'm gonna sit on the same meditation cushion in this particular place and get still, where for others it's just this, the system of sitting for so many minutes. So that was the first place my mind went to as you were saying that, is like, whoa, there's already so much that we think about um, around systems in, in the masculine place but they are there in the flow state, in the slowing down, like that is requiring that system as well. We just haven't really, I think, um, identified those clearly. And that's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think we're gonna, we'll start a little bit more sort of um, conceptual esoteric and then we'll move into like specifics because there are yeah. specific structures that I think are really important in business. But to start off with, I think we have to look at in general, um, the more disciplined it is, the more masculine it is, but Mm -hmm. the more, but like the feminine still has structure. So sometimes I look at it in terms of like water, right? Mm -hmm. So the feminine is like water, you know, if you weren't to have a cup or a bathtub or, you know, something that's holding the container of water, the water just spills out and flows everywhere, right? Like it's not a, like we still need some containers as women in the feminine. And that's where structure works really well. But one of the challenges that most people have is there is for women who are very feminine or who want to have more of a flow state or want to have, you know, more, um, s- slow down more, they actually end up creating, too firm a structure, too tight a structure, and it it doesn't work for the flow state. So we want structure, but we want less structure, if you will, and, and more allowing of the checking in. I mean, the real key here is that Operating in your business and the feminine is about slowing down and listening. So it is about reflecting. It is about, it's about making decisions, not because you need to check off a list, but make a decision because it feels like the right way to go. And a lot of times it won't be logical, right? It won't be, it will be about trusting ourselves and listening to ourselves and, you know, following what feels right and checking in about every decision we make. And the masculine is much more like, let's just check it off the list. Someone's telling us to do something. So we're just going to follow it. And this is where you find a lot of women doing things that are misaligned with who they are, right? So they're you know, out there, you know, trying to close people on an initial sales call as an example, because they've got to get their numbers up because every man in the industry has told them that, you know, you should be able to close on the first call. And so they're doing all these things to manipulate and, and that are misaligned with them. That's that action, checking things off the list instead of really feeling into it and saying what feels right to me, you know, what still propels my business forward and gets me the sales, but feels more aligned. Yeah. I mean, and I
1: think of it kind of as top down versus, um, or top bottom and bottom up, right? So like mental, um, when we're really trying to get something done, we're in this mental place. And then we let that mind dictate um, into the body, like now you need to get this done and go do it. Where, and that's typically more of the world that we see in business is very intellectualized and then go get it done. And sort of bottom-up processing, which is what I teach my clients from a somatic centering space, is that there's so much to be learned and understood, and that's a system in and of itself. It's a system of being body-centered. It's a mm. being um, informed by sensation, then into emotion, and then into mental thought. So it's reversing a process, but that yes. is a process. It is a system. It is a structure. Yes. And it, it's actually profoundly powerful- And how we've gotten away from that, as the way that we move as human beings, since we actually are human beings and not human doers, um, I'm not really sure. Like, except to go into my history of um, patriarchy and all that, but um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) which we'll stay away from. We'll just just not today
1: go into that. But you, you listeners, many of you know, right? Um, (laughs) So we are really um, doing ourselves, in my opinion, a disservice to continue not to look at the bottom up as a way of of being in as a process and as a structure for how we run our businesses
0: what do you think about that like that from that bottom Perspective. So true. Exactly. And, and so you, one of the ways to practically do that, and this is what I teach a lot of my clients as well, is that you need to start the morning off rather than just diving into your checklist or diving into your to-do list or your schedule or whatever. You need to start the morning off with feeling and getting centered and really deciding where do I need to go today? See, I reevaluate my priorities every single day. For work, because Mm. although obviously I've got to meet my deadlines or meet my client sessions or meet my sales calls or whatever's there, like obviously I've got to, you know, I have certain things that are already committed. But in terms of what's around that, I reevaluate every single day because I've got to feel where is the flow, what feels right, what, you know, what will get me the most traction. And see, this is the piece is that what we don't realize is when we allow the flow, when we follow that intuition when we move with what's natural for us, the things that take, you know, hours when we're forcing it take minutes. You know, and this is where that most return on effort comes in, is that, you know, when I, if I try to force myself to do something because it's on my to-do list and my head says, oh, I should get that done today, it never works. It doesn't click. It doesn't come easily. It's like me forcing it. But when I'm in that space where it's like, yes, it's what feels right, it just flows and it's amazing, right? I mean, I'm sure most people can relate, to mm-hmm. that feeling when they have you know sat down to do something that should take 15 minutes and it takes 5 hours <laughs>
1: yes yes and i think that this is a trust Practice, And I think that's mm-hmm. why it makes us uncomfortable when we start this at first, because we feel very familiar, and very comfortable with the to-do list. Like, yeah. no, I sat down and I made this list and I know it's a priority and I know there's this deadline. And um, so we just get into that mental attachment, you know, to this is the smartest thing that, that we know to do about our to-do list. And the trust practice is letting go of that attachment to the fact that your mind knows best and is like, okay, can I trust myself to feel into this? Can I just see? I'm going to have to practice this a little bit. It's going to be uncomfortable at first to let go because we like to be in control. We like to be in mind, but it's like, let me just fill out and see if I get a strong kind of sense. And, you know, and everybody feels intuition. I just want to kind of have a little side break on that conversation. I mean, little aside on it to specify. You can feel intuition in different ways. Some people feel it in their body, like a just a gut feeling. Some people hear. Um, Like kind of, they just kind of hear like a little wise voice that will just say something. Um, They will see something in their mind's eye, like an image or like something will get clear. Uh, So there's different ways, but those are some common examples. Like intuition can kind of come through a sensation, one of your five senses. Um, So you're playing around with like, what on my list is standing out to me? Or do I hear that little voice um, saying like, this is what you should try today? And so, I encourage listeners to play with that and be curious and see what happens if you do it a couple of times in the morning, you know, just to see. And then it becomes surprising, like you were just saying, Sonia, like something will happen and you'll be like, oh my goodness, that is so weird because I was going to do this today. But if I had, then I wouldn't have known that this thing was happening and I would have had to redo it or whatever. Like the universe starts kind of giving you these examples of where you're like, if I would have stayed stuck to the plan. I would have missed the magic of this thing unfolding in a way that it was meant to unfold when I just like got out of the way, got my head out of the way. Yeah.
0: And, and that's the, and, and so I think, because I want to get into sort of some structures that I think are important, but what I think we need to highlight really quick is this is a skill. Right. So listening to your intuition, uh, even discerning what's intuition, because I get a lot of women who push back on me around the intuition thing because they say, well, I've listened to my intuition. It was wrong. I listened to this and it was wrong. And I think the piece is, is that In understanding what is intuition and what is a reaction or what is a pattern or what is, you know, a wound, like there's a, there's a huge difference. And a lot of us don't have the discernment if you haven't practiced it, if you haven't like looked at this as a skill, but the skill can only be practiced in, you know, slowing down in the space that you create for it. So like, you're not going to get any better in understanding what's your intuition and what's not your intuition if you never have space. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Intuition does not like to be rushed. It is a place that loves quiet and stillness.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, you know, what we're saying is like the first important piece that a lot of people have to learn when they are transitioning from a more masculine model or this, uh, this sort of old way to operate your business into a new one is that the first thing that really has to happen is you have to create space. And a lot of my clients come into the program and they don't realize that you know, they're gonna have to create space. It's like they sort of think they can keep doing business as usual and then they find out very quickly, "Mm, well, that's not gonna work in this process, you know? And so there's oftentimes uh, a lot of integration, a lot of things that happen at the beginning where the space has to be created. And then sometimes when people create space, they don't know what to do with it, right? So then that's when we have to start to look at what are the structures that you need and in that space to be able to operate more efficiently and effectively and to get the results. Because a lot of people love the relief of having more space and not having to be in action or having to do things the way that they used to do in their business. But they also then don't know what do they do.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: And this is something that we talk about a lot in our podcast when we're kind of bringing up these different um Perceptions is that it takes practice to try doing things differently, and as women are emerging more and more in the business arena, it makes sense that we are showing up to see that there are practices that have been in place for a long time. And all like we're really bringing to this conversation. I feel like in all of our um, all of our conversations is like let's be curious about are the systems that are in place, are the ways that uh, the practices that are there, do those work well for us? Do they? Mm Or could they be better if we would actually stepped into what really, um, works for us as a person who wants to move into a more intuitive place in a more, um, body centered place. And yeah, it's, it's just so important to give ourselves time and patience and practice. I mean, I don't know about you, Sonia, but, um, I really feel like I started learning these practices Probably, like, I was already somebody who was interested in meditation and yoga before I became an entrepreneur. But over the last 10 years, like, running a business, always um, needing to, like, look towards a practice that works for me, it has just been every day. It's an everyday practice for me to try things out and to be curious about, like, how do I um, understand intuition at a deeper level? How do I really bring stillness into my business? Like, it's not something that that I've mastered. It's something that I practice every day. And I just become more and more curious about, and I have more and more questions, right? (laughs)
0: Mm, Yeah. Look, I mean, it is definitely, and that's why it's a skill. Like, this is all of these things that we're talking about. You know, there's, we don't expect you to go out and like instantly be able to operate your business in this slowing down feminine way. Like it takes time, practice and structures. And, you know, I think, It's something we're all practicing. Those of us who are in it and deliberately working with it, you know, we're practicing it all the time. I'm because it's so easy to be pulled into the masculine. It's so easy to be pulled in the other way, whether it's by our partners, because that happens to me a lot, or whether that's by, you know, the, our parents or the people in our lives that are in fear or whatever it is. Like the thing about operating in the feminine is it's a very, very different way to operate it is so much more rewarding for those of us who are feminine it is so much more effective it is has so much more impact and in long term it produces so much more results and i'm talking about success financial stability profitability all of that is produced over the long term when you're operating this way but it's different And so because of that, there's a lot of people who don't understand it. Um, And and because there's so many pieces to it, it's not just like, I can just say, I'm going to slow down today and that's it. Like it doesn't, there's, there's pieces that are required. And so... You know, I think that's sort of what I wanted to really address and talk about today as well is like, what are the pieces that are required in order to slow down? And one of those things that I've talked about in many podcasts, and this is 100% what I talk about in all of my personal, like my work work, is that you have to have a really solid business foundation. So if you don't have that, it's really hard to slow down because what happens when you slow down is you see how broken your business is or how broken your business foundation is. It's really easy when you're speeded up, when you're just throwing everything out there, when you're just taking constant action to sort of be in denial about the things that aren't working. But when you slow down, they come to light. And so, you know, one of the pieces is you wanna really focus on creating that solid business foundation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what are tips though, for people to get started on that? Like how do they really evaluate the foundations or get started in creating a foundation for their practice that feels like it's rooted more in this bottom up processing
0: Well, and I think what I, like there is absolutely sort of the way of being and operating. So that's one part of the process and the structure and the foundation, right? So it's who you are being in your business and how you are operating. And that's dealing with some of the mental stuff or the mindset things that you encounter, that's learning to navigate your emotions really effectively and use them, not hide them or suppress them. And, you know, it's really being able to craft that space and that ability to listen. So There's all of that, but there's also like a structure for the business that I consider a really important part of the business foundation. And that is, you know, making sure that you are really clear and specific in who your target market is, that you are really focused in what you're creating. So like my opinion is you've got one focus, you've got one business, you've got one service, you've got one thing you're growing until it's totally, totally stabilized. And then you might move into something, a second thing. And it's making sure you have sales processes and it's making sure that the structure of your business, your communication, your messaging, like all of those pieces are streamlined so that you're able to slow down and that every move you make is actually effective because what happens for most people is they're not clear about their target market. They're not specific about their target market. They don't have one focus. They have a million focuses or many businesses or multiple services, or, you know, you ask them what they do and they do things all over the, all over the place. So what happens when you have that is that you're just going to have to do a Uh, so much effort and it's going to spin in all directions and none of it's going to build on each other. None of it's going to provide you with the most return on effort. It's literally like scattergun. You're just throwing everything out Mm -hmm. there, hoping it sticks. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why it's really hard to slow down when you don't have the proper foundations.
1: Such a good point. And, and I was just thinking like, we have this experience all the time in our lives where when we do speed, up, when we're going too fast without the foundations, when we've overcomplicated rather than mm. simplifying, we're trying to juggle too many things. Um, as busy working, you know, as a busy working mama, the mm. days that I'm like going full speed and trying to hustle it, get it done. Those are the days I usually have the most wasted energy, (laughs) you know, like nothing actually works like it was supposed to. Then you're like picking up all the pieces or you're rearranging or rescheduling and And it's like you were going out of the house with this, I'm going to get it done. (laughs) And it actually backfires most of the time, right? And there's all this energy that you've just wasted versus being Maybe it's a little bit uncomfortable because you have to slow down and you have to think really clearly about okay, what are the things in my business that this um, that I really need, and what are the things mm-hmm. in my business that I don't need, and what are the systems that I love to work with? Like I love um, Trello, or I hate Trello, and I love Asana, and that's my yeah. you know like what's my project management tool that I just I just love it just works yeah. for me. You know, it's like you. I think that um, a a tip a tool that I'm using more and more is to just give myself permission to take a whole day, a whole couple of days, maybe even a whole week to commit back to getting myself, um, re resettled on systems and foundations, because we don't even give ourselves permission to do that, to slow down enough, to reorganize, to simplify. And we, and you know, like you can't over, you can't reorganize your house in an hour. Mm. Why do we think we can reorganize our business or simplify our business by giving ourselves like I'm going to work on my systems from 1 to 2 today. And then <laughs> and then the rest of the time I'm going to do all the other things. So I feel like by you talking about the importance of that 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 a way to do that for me is to build in work retreats, like days that I can just have no client meetings, no responsibilities for a, you know, six to eight hour period, if possible at at a minimum, and just start to give myself time to be looking, you know, be slower Mm -hmm. and reevaluate everything that's happening in my business. So it's a real like commitment to a pause button, um, that we may not feel like we have the permission to take when the calls keep coming in, the responsibilities and the deadlines and and we're the only ones that can like it's our business we're the only ones that can hang the i've gone to yoga sign on the door you know like that's that's up to us to set that boundary and slow down and pull back
0: yes i love it absolutely 100% like you know work on creating space build it all into your system and that's really important and i will also add I've been really sort of a bit preachy about this lately in my, in my social media and stuff, but we're, <laughs> let's we're, hear it. yeah, let's hear it. As entrepreneurs, we are a do it yourself kind of crowd, right? Like we are fighters. We are, we will put effort in, we will work hard. Like we, that is our natural tendency. And that's so beautiful. And I love that about us, but there are times when you need to get someone to help you. And yeah. one of those areas is making sure that your foundation is solid making sure that you have someone to help you streamline and simplify what you've got going on. If you really are committed to slowing down, if you really want to make an impact, really make a difference in the world, but also maintain balance and a life, then I would highly recommend getting someone who can help you, who specializes in foundations, someone like me or someone else out there not focused on marketing, not focused on growth and success and Facebook ads, but someone who actually will help you look at what you need to streamline. Because when we are in a complicated mess, and believe me, I've been there, when we're in a complicated mess in our business, it is really hard to see outside of it. And sometimes we need someone who has no attachment to what happens, No story around it, you know, nothing emotionally involved in our business to look at it from the outside and say, hey, This is what I'm seeing, you need to streamline. This is what I feel like isn't working. You know, having that perspective is really invaluable and it will save you years of spinning, years and years and years, like really. And I spent years and years and years spinning before I simplified my systems and got focused. And I think, you know, it's a huge difference when you do that. So sometimes, you know, it is really good to do things on your own, to create space, to have systems. And sometimes I highly, highly recommend getting support. And I would also just recommend that you do it, you not do it with a man. If you're, if you're a woman who's more feminine, I would suggest getting support from a woman who's operating in her feminine because otherwise you'll just be pushed back into the old system.
1: Yeah. it's you know, it's so true that we want to do it all ourselves. Like we're (laughs) such entrepreneurs. We just want to bear the burden and do it all. Um, So we definitely can pull back and ask for help. And this is something that if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I don't even know where to start. You know, it's a simple, um, just curiosity is where Mm -hmm. to start. Like if this has piqued your interest, if you're just like, whoa, I could, that could feel really nice to actually slow down and to look at my foundations and look at kind of the the systems. Are the systems in my business supporting simplicity? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm are my systems actually encouraging me to slow down rather than rev up Like, All it takes is starting there with that curiosity. And then you'll, your intuition actually will start guiding you to the right people. It'll start kind of giving you little nudges. And, and it just starts with, you know, being aware. I think what we're so passionate about Sonia and I is like, Work-life balance is one of those things that have been a word and a phrase that's been thrown around for years, and it's sometimes popular and sometimes thrown under the bus. But the main thing that we're trying to be proponents of is that you don't have to spend so much energy building up walls between each compartment, that work is over here and life is over here and that you're somewhere squeezed in the middle, that you are all of these things and that work-life is integration and that by just being curious and maybe slowing down at one level or one activity in your life, just slowing down your morning, slowing down your evening, slowing down your commute to where you like listen to some really relaxing music and and just reflect or turn everything off and sit in stillness. Like that's a start. That's actually a start to a slower approach to your business, but just slowing yourself down, you know? Mm. And so that I think is something really important to remember that this is not something that you, again, have to go conquer, that you're going to figure out. It's not going to be perfect. It's just, can you look at it through a different lens from the bottom up and from the body centered place?
0: Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, what we're looking at is if you aren't slowing down, if your business doesn't allow for you to slow down, right? Because that's what I think most of us feel like yeah. when we're in that space. It's like, we're not allowed to, to slow down, everything would fall apart. I think you have to look at what is not solid in your business, because in my experience, when you have a very solid foundation, you are able to operate it from a much more slow place, from a much more smooth space, from, from a, like a place of creating and an openness and space versus rushing and forcing and, you know, hustling. You know, most of the people who are hustling, it's because they're missing a solid foundation and that hustling, you have to ask yourself, why do I hustle? Like, what is that um, perpetuating? what is that uh, giving me you know is it giving me an identity is it supporting me to not look at what's happening in my life to not look at what's happening in myself you know we we have to start to ask more honest answers because the bottom line and this is why i'm so passionate about these topics and I think Laura would align with me is I am tired of seeing women burn out. I am tired of seeing amazing women entrepreneurs not create the impact they are a hundred percent capable of because they are operating in a way that is not conducive to who they are. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we need to shift.
1: Yeah. Because we came into this business arena To bring ourselves into it and to shift it for the greater good. And it means disrupting a little bit. And it means being aligned with what it is that we're really bringing to the table. Um, And I like that too. It's like my expression now is like, we're not going to come to the table. We're going to dismantle and remake the table (laughs) so that we can all (laughs) sit at a place that feels great for all of us. And we're not ever having to disown um, aspects of ourselves to be there. So... Yeah. Women are an amazing gift to the business arena. And I'm super impressed by everything that I'm seeing women do. And it's exciting to just see, yeah, yeah, what's going to happen as we bring our energy into the space and we slow things down and we get really,
0: really, um, like really intentional. Yeah, exactly. Intentional, deliberate, focused, like we can do so much. And so, you know, this is a great sort of, I mean, we could obviously talk about this topic for a long period of time. Like there's so many sort of aspects and details, like, you know, help us continue the conversation in our Facebook group, because it's a really good place to discuss things and, and to share with us your viewpoints. You know, if you're, if you feel like you're struggling and you need some kind of assessment, you know, really on where your business is going- And if you have a solid foundation or not, um, I do have an assessment on my website and, you know, there's lots of support you can get from me, from Laura, from, you know, other people around that can help you just take a look at what's happening in your business so that you can start to be able to get the things in place so that you actually can slow down and not lose sort of the impact and the income and the purpose that you have in doing what you're doing, because I know that you're here for a reason and you're doing something for a reason and so it's just about creating some of the systems and structures that will support the slowing down so you can create it all yes yes well thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week Thanks so much for listening to the show. Add to the conversation in our Facebook group, Women in the Business Arena. You can also access all of our episodes and some great resources at womeninthebusinessarena.com. Our mission is to arm more women with the tools, strategies and know-how to navigate the business arena with ease. We need more women in power and with the resources to change the world. If you are enjoying the show and want to support our mission, please help us spread the word. You can write a review on iTunes, or share it with your friends. A huge thank you to all of you who've commented, reviewed, and shared our show. We are so appreciative of your support. Okay, see you next week.